Check out my podcast show, Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman, Thursdays at 9 p.m. I talk about everything and anything. I'm all about sharing what I know and about learning as well. Hola, welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. Shout out to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Tonight's episode is about men's health. You're listening to my show, Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. I'm your hostess, Boricua Angie. To call in, the number is 844-818-4433. You can catch us on thewakeupradio.com and otwtube.com. And as we've said before, this is a free speech platform so, like I said, any curses, whatever theories you have, just go with it. <laughs> so, as I always say, some can relate, some appreciate, some hate. So, I just want to welcome tonight my guest, Reggie, who's here. Hey, how you doing? And I guess um, before we start, and I guess we get into talking, um, I wanted to read what I found as research one of them definitely is important that I feel like if you catch it in time, because this is really important, um, about prostate exam. So it says the discussion about screening should take place at the age of 50 for men who are at average risk of prostate cancer and expected to live at least 10 more years, um, age 45, for men at high risk um, developing prostate cancer. Which, of course, still, you know, it's still uh, important again to get checked. And then this one, let me read it real quick. So it says the health screenings, even though it's given from age 13 to 39, but I guess, you know, they want to start off, you know, they want to start you off at a young age, I guess, to be more, you know. But mm -hmm. it says you should visit your healthcare provider regularly, even if you feel healthy. The purpose of these visits is to screen for medical issues, assess your risk for future medical problems. Encourage a healthy lifestyle, update vaccinations, and help you um, to know your provider in case of an illness, which is important. So basically, I think the screenings from what I'm seeing here is things for making sure like your blood pressure. It says have your blood pressure checked at least once every two years. Um, cholesterol screening, heart disease, um, heart disease prevention. It says recommended starting at ages for cholesterol screening at the age of 35 for men with known risk factors for coronary heart disease and at age 20 for men with known factors of the same thing, coronary heart disease. Um, it says men with normal cholesterol levels do, do not need to have the test repeated for five years. Uh, let's see what we have. Diabetes screening. If your blood pressure is 130 over 80 or higher, your provider may test your blood sugar level for diabetes. If you have a bas uh, body mass index greater than 25, and have other risk factors for diabetes, you should be screened. Dental exam, go to the dentist. <laughs> Once or twice every year for an exam and cleaning, your dentist will evaluate if you need more frequent visits. These are pretty interesting. You would think like, you know, eye exam. If you have vision problems, have an eye exam every two years or more often if recommended by your provider. Having an eye exam at least every year if you have diabetes. Immunizations, which of course we know we've been doing this since we were young, but again, you still got to keep up with things when you get older. 
Um, you should get a flu shot every, each year, but I think this might not be updated because now with COVID, if I'm correct, I think now we have to, if I'm correct, is that a yearly now thing too? So, um, at or after age 19, you should have a tetanus. Well, the Tdap vaccine once as part of your tetanus, um, if you did not receive it as an adolescent, you should have a Tdap booster every 10 years. And I think I got mine. I forgot what I did <laughs> I myself or something. So I had to make sure I was good. Um, you should receive one or two doses of the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine if you are not already immune to MMR. Um, your provider may recommend other immunizations if you have certain medical conditions, such as diabetes. It seems diabetes is a big thing. <laughs> Ask your provider about the, the HPV vaccine if your age is 19 to 26 and you have not received the HPV vaccine in the past and not completed the full vaccine series, which, of course, that's another thing I've noticed that they're doing now with the teenagers. They are catching them at a young age because I think they did yeah. it for my son and did they do it for my daughter as well. But I mainly know, I think I mainly know for my son, he probably either got one or two shots of that already. Oh. Um, infectious disease screening. All adults age 18 to 79 should get a one-time test for hepatitis C. Your provider will tell you how to prevent infectious spread through sexual contact. A physical exam. Your height, weight, and BMI should be checked at every exam. It says during your exam, your provider may ask you about depression, diet and exercise, alcohol and tobacco use safety such as use of seat belts and smoke detectors that's pretty interesting <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> uh testicular exam the u.s preventative service task force recommends against performing to performing to testicular self-exam doing testicular exams have been shown to have little to no benefit skin mm. self-exam it says your provider may check your skin for signs of skin cancer especially if you're at high risk People at high risk include those who have had skin cancer before, have close relatives with skin cancer, or have weakened immune system. Then it says other screening. Talk with your provider about colon cancer screening if you have a strong family history of colon cancer or polyps, or if you had any inflammatory bowel disease or polyps yourself. These are all pretty interesting. And this yeah. is how basically looked for men. Let me see this one real quick as well. When it says, and it's true, I don't know if this goes for all men. Maybe I could say some, but here's the, the, the what it pops up when I look at it. It says, you're not invincible. <laughs> if you take care of your car or favorite gadget than your body, you aren't alone. It says, according to the Men's Health Network, a lack of awareness, weak health education, and unhealthy work and personal lifestyle have caused a steady deterioration in the well-being of American men. And that's kind of sad, you know? Yeah. I believe that, though. I believe that's that to be true. You know, so they uh, talk about like, yeah, they talk about heart health, COPD, and other respiratory disease. I guess to look out for it says alcohol, friend of foe. We know that it could be a foe depending how often you drink, depression mm. and suicide, um, unintentional injuries and accidents. I'm guessing what let me see. Oh, where did it go? It says more vehicle deaths rates for male drivers and passengers ages 15 to 19 were almost twice that of females in 2006. Mm. Male workers incurred 92% of the 5,524 total reported fatal occupational injuries. Remember, safety first. That's interesting. Yeah. They got liver disease, diabetes. Diabetes is a big one. Influenza mm. pneumonia, skin cancer, HIV and AIDS. And it just says becoming proactive. So those are everything, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's scary. Like for a man to hear all that, it's like really, really scary, you know? It's it's alarming and it's also like very like uh it gets your attention. It's like wow, you know, I need to get checked up on these stuff, on this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's a wake up call, gentlemen. It's a wake up call, guys. We gotta <laughs> Get ourselves together, go to the doctor, make appointments, all that. You know what I mean? So, you know, we got to get checked up. I think that's like my brother's father who um, who was going for dialysis. Mm-hmm. This is something that happened to him later on in old age. But um, I think I could say he, he, he checks, he makes sure he, you know, to get checked. So that's the only way he found out about it, you know? Um, yeah. He was pretty scared. Because do you know how the doctors will scare you? They were telling him that his um, life expectancy was going to be short, but lo and wow. behold, <laughs> it seemed like change. So he's okay. Yeah. So, but it was just a fact of like you tell someone that, and it's just like you know you're getting someone all scared. He he was getting things ready. He was like, yeah. yo, this is yo. If anything happens, you have this stuff to, to access to my money, yeah. um, and all this other stuff. So. But once he found out, you, you know what's messed up? Because I think I said it in one of the shows. It's messed up that when people are going through things like that and there are mm-hmm. people to be there to be supportive, mm-hmm. and then when they find out that they're okay, all of a sudden it's like, I ain't going to die. Yeah. My name, your name doesn't have to be um, on this anymore in case, you know, if I happen to stroke maybe the next day, nobody's going to have access to the money now because he thinks it's he's okay. He's perfectly fine and he's not worried if anything can happen from the next day to the other. But again, I'm one of those people. He will figure it out. They will figure it out because I'm like, if you ain't leave nobody, no money. <laughs> That's why I'm making sure I got my life insurance that I make sure that I've been paying for myself and for my kids. If anything happens, yeah, so you don't have to worry when it comes time to bury mommy. It's like, where are we going to get the money from? You know, it's like, exactly. who's yeah. really going to help. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely. But I guess I don't know if you want to talk a little. I don't know if we should maybe let Cindy because I know she said she wanted she had a story to tell. I guess we could let her do that. And then, like I said, we'll talk more. Like I said about the whole thing with with men and mental health and you know things like that. Okay. Hello, people. Hey. Hello. So my grandfather, he is he's eighty eight years old, and uh, when he first turned around eighty something. But he's always been like this, so he's not supposed to be drinking because he has uh, diabetes. So the rum doesn't help, and that's all he likes to drink is fucking rum. And so the doctor told him, if you keep drinking, you're going to die. So now you'd go to event, oh, I don't drink anymore because I'm going to die. I don't drink anymore. And you know, uh, you know the white bottle of rum? He's the kind of person that would drink it. And then when it was time for us to have a party and you would go to pour it out, it was water. Oh. <laughs> and then he'd be like, I don't know what happened. He'd be like, well, you don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. And now it got really bad one day. So now he's, you know, the bush king. I don't know if you're familiar with, uh, I don't know where you, where are you from, Reggie? Your people. I'm, I'm originally from New York, but I live, I live in Virginia now. Okay. So like, but, uh, Angie, your peoples, they got bush tea and stuff, right? They got what? Like bush tea. Like the tea, like something you, it's indigenous stuff, indigenous root stuff you drink for healing. The I land. Think I might, of, right. I might know, so, yeah. 
the, the elders used to drink this. They wouldn't have a Tylenol. They wouldn't have a, they would just drink like bushes, like, you know, like a witch's herb type thing. He was taking this while he was taking cholesterol medication and he was taking insulin. And apparently his scrotum swole up. He didn't tell anyone. He decided to take more uh, the bush tea and he actually ended up fainting one day. And when he came to the, when they took him to the hospital, he was delirious. They had to tie him down to medicate him. And he, you know, I, I remember going to visit him at the hospital and I was like, what is your problem? And he said, well, you know, sometimes things happen, but you don't really want to explain it. And I noticed that with men, men don't really like to say, well, you know, this is wrong. Like one of my balls is bigger than the other. Or, you know, women are quick to be like, girl, I got a whole yeast infection. I don't know what the, what the girl, what do we need to drink? Because <laughs> women will run their mouths all day, but men are really, they'll get like a pimple or something or more, and they will be like, oh, I can't talk about this. Let me hold this in. And here's the crazy part. I asked him, why did you kick the nurse and the doctor? He said, I thought I had won the lotto and they had took me to Columbia and they was trying to get it from me. So I had to oh, fight. No. Hilarious. But nonetheless, it's one of those stubborn things because it's just something that men do. They don't like talking about the things their bodies are going through. It's the same way. There are a lot of men out there and I did, you know, Shout out to Jackie. She talks about the ashy dick syndrome. There's men with ashy dicks, but technically it's like an East infection from another woman. So now when you sleep with another woman and she gets East infection, he's none the wiser because no one's ever said to him, you're passing around bacteria and men don't really, you know, I've heard of girls sharing pills with guys because he doesn't want to go to the fucking clinic. Like, there's a level of, like, respect your dick, respect your health, just respect everything. But, eh, that's my story. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. She's right, though. You know, stuff like that, like, with, you know, going to the hospital and, you know, guys is like, you know, I'm okay. I'm, I'm fine. I don't need to go to the hospital. And, you know, they hiding their flaws or what's wrong with them. You know, it's, it's like that for us men. You know, it shouldn't be, but you know, yeah, most guys they try to, you know, be tough and no, I'm okay, I'm fine, you know, I'm all right. And then later on, something, God forbid, tragic happens, you know, so it is. But I, I thought about it at one point, like besides pride or, you know, being stubborn, but what about like insurance? Is that, would that be another reason? Cause I mean, I feel like it's for everybody, but would that yeah. be another reason too? Yeah. Uh, for me, for example, the last time, well, I want to say the last time I was like regularly going to the doctor before 2000, before 2018 was like, I was 18. So 2004 was the last time I really went to a thing, uh, checkup, you know, oh, I wow. haven't gone. Through, yeah. Until 2018, when I was diagnosed with uh, diabetes, I haven't went to the, to, to the doctor. You know, so it's insurance and, you know, we're scared about, you know, uh, medical bills and, you know, all that and hearing bad news if there is bad news. And, you know, what I'm saying so it's 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 a it's a combination of different factors that makes men like scared or not want to go to the doctor. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, that, that part really sucks. Um 
um my producer said he was she was like why a foot gotta get cut off to um to pay attention and it's not yeah. you know so yeah oh and she said health is wealth of yeah. course they're making money from us it's like that's yeah. that's the crazy part about it exactly. and then i feel like I feel like when there are people that are, that are trying to to give a like home remedies or they feel like certain thing will work like they feel like no you can't do that <laughs> you can't have healthy people walking around because that's not what we're trying to have right now they they yeah. want people to be sick they want yeah. people to go through stuff and then like myself um i remember when i mentioned about telling my friends about the whole COVID thing whenever it came time like it was the the big thing of like before I got vaccinated, I was like, oh, let me go get tested. Whether mm. that the, the PCR, I don't know how you say it, the rapid one, and then there's the blood. Oh blood yeah, blood. yeah. So the... it was kind of like I remember when I got the bill. I don't know if it was like a hundred or a thousand dollars, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I was like, wow. I thought it was cold that they were not supposed to be charging for the COVID test. And I don't know if it was during that time or after, but I was just like, yeah, this this is gonna become a problem. You know what I mean? Wow. To, to keep yeah. for that, and then they're trying to charge you. And then I had the 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 the, the bullshit reason of um my 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 insurance didn't like stop or expire. My mind is just like if I'm being taken everywhere else, and they're not telling me I gotta pay because the hospital sometimes will let you know like you got a copayment or something. Yeah. They'll let you kind of know in a way too. So I was like, if they're not saying nothing, then that means my insurance is fine it's like how you think like now in my mind it's like you ain't gonna take me for no sucker i was like what does the expired time have anything to do you know what i mean by me yeah. giving you the number and you processing it aren't they gonna pay for it it's like yeah. they, they wanted me to pay out of pocket i was like they're crazy that, that is crazy. Fond yeah. of web wow. uh, i think it's a web um what is uh, the name of that <laughs> i keep making mistakes oh uh, web web md yes that place i was like hell no like this is crazy it's like you're trying to charge me and i'm trying to explain something i was like i'm good you're not getting my money <laughs> if the insurance can pay for it yeah you're not yeah definitely so wow it's pretty interesting but i mean another thing i've noticed that men get shamed for about whether it's just all men in general or like um the black men in that community with um the fact when it comes to like mental illness whether it's anxiety yeah. depression bipolar because mm. all of that and it just yeah. sucks that yeah. i feel like men can't even be open and talk about that it's just like it's it's weird and it's horrible um this whole what do you want to call it <laughs> um this whole alpha male and this ego thing of like, yeah. you know, we're men and we're not supposed to cry. And we can't say that we have pain and we, we can't talk about that. You know, we do go through um depression and other stuff and it yeah. sucks. I mean, I've heard stories of why, because there are women out there, not all, but some who can be bitches. And even <laughs> if a man does express what they're going through, some some will make fun of it but if it's yeah. a woman, it could be your own friends or anybody so it could be anybody friends family and it just sucks in my mind it's like those things are, are really serious especially if somebody commits suicide it's mm -hmm. like you weren't there to help like it wasn't a joking matter even if they if, even if it was a, a young boy or a man it's like these are serious issues it's like Definitely. people should be able to listen and not judge and make them feel like men are not supposed to go through this. This is not like we just need to really just stop all of that. Yeah, yeah. It it's 
what when it comes to like mental health, it's it's hard for us men because it's like if we say like yeah we're depressed or we have anxiety, that shows a sign of weakness, you know, to us. It shows that hey, you know, oh you're not really a man if you can't really you cry a lot and you and you can't really take things for stride, then you you're not really a man. So a lot of men hide that. They hide their depression. They hide their anxiety or whatever you know whatever it is because it makes us feel less of a man. Like we can't you know do stuff like a man supposed to do because we have this illness. We have this this problem. You know what I mean? So and for me, like I I, I see a psychiatrist. I see it mainly because depression and anxiety. Mainly because of my anxiety. I had anxiety for like literally like since I was like twelve. So you know, I I started I started um, going to a psychiatrist in I want to say February. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I've been doing that now, and it helps. It helps a lot to really talk about your feelings, and you know. You can let them know like what's on your mind and all that. To, to hear somebody to let to really uh, sorry <laughs> to you know have somebody listen to your problems. It's like a weight's been lifted. You know you don't have to hide stuff. You don't have to keep it bottled in. You know what I mean. So it's like talk to somebody. You know what I mean. It's okay. It's okay if you if you're depressed. If it's, it's okay if you you know if you have anxiety. You need to talk it out. It's it's better to talk about it than just to keep it in. Keeping it in is actually dangerous, more dangerous than than not saying nothing at all. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, if you if you, if any guys listening, they feeling depressed, they feeling that you know they got something going on. Talk to somebody, anybody. You know, it's it helps. It really does. Yeah, it does make sense because it's kind of like um, it's one of those things where. Maybe they don't have to tell anybody that they're going to see, you know, like a therapist, or like you said, a psychiatrist. It's just one of those things like in the world that we live in, it's called Google. Um, one time somebody told me if I needed to find the place, I can call in the back of my insurance card of whatever yep. company it is and that they will be help, you know, be able to help me um, yeah. in the right direction to, to whether find a, another hospital like that therapy that's what they're there for again you know it's one of those things men if you're listening you don't want to talk to people you know you don't want to be judged i get it um again google is your friend oh yeah life insurance you just got a call and and they'll be able to help you and again nobody has to know it's just for you because people forget this sometimes is um for us sometimes people don't have to know so um i think it's really important okay yeah yeah so, yeah, it just kind of sucks because um, yeah. I've noticed that. And I mean, I see it in movies, even though those are movies, but it's like I said, it's always like that badass thing. Like, this is a cut. This is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Let me staple yeah. it. Let yeah. me do this. It's like, hey, you know. And it's funny because, again, now if we didn't have hospitals, you know, like we would be doing things the. The old-fashioned way because how you know what i mean how do people really get stitched up how do people figure out like okay if somebody has a cut um what do you damn you see and i keep forgetting words i hate when i have like um brain parts like that um <laughs> i think when you have to like sterilize a cut like let's say if somebody got their arm or hand chopped and you want to like you know 
to keep it from bleeding so they'll yeah. use like a hot or something to put up you know yeah. what i'm talking about right like something piping hot and they'll put it on the, to cauterize the wound like to yes. stop it from bleeding yeah and things like that so it's kind of like okay you know even though the person will pass out but it's just like <laughs> no no anesthesia for that and that's exactly. pretty interesting when you think about it like back in the days like what did they use for oh man like they that? they use like uh to like keep it uh what um sterilize or whatever just pour some like whiskey or something on the wound and then oh. you know yes the alcohol yeah yeah alcohol put it on there and then like like i said like you said get something hot and put it on the wound f for it to stop for bleeding and yeah they they was they was savage back in the day <laughs> they did some stuff that you know that I don't think I can endure today. You know what I mean? I know so, it's interesting. Yeah. It's funny because we're scared for it now. Because even myself is like, well, I can't even say nothing. I'm lying because I've experienced pain when you're giving birth. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if that compares to no. I've I've done little small cuts to fingers and stuff, even though it hurts. Mm. But I don't know if giving birth is the pain similar or which is worse. Like if somebody gets cut, stabbed, shot. I don't even know, but I just know that giving birth uh, shit is no joke. Like the pain, yeah. you're there being told not to scream, and then just like, how can you tell me not to scream? Like <laughs> this hurts. Like yeah. you know, it's expanding down there. A baby's trying to yeah. come out the head. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the head and the body's trying to come out. Like how can you not? And then especially when the baby weighs more than, because I remember my oldest. He was only like six pounds. So I felt like giving birth to him was a breeze. I was like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit of pain. Here I am being crazy, thinking I'm going to have another one. Not even <laughs> expecting that when it came time for my my darling daughter, it was yeah. horrible. I, oh. I didn't even know what to do with myself with the pain. Like I was trying to hold on to railings and trying to think that I can get my mind like, yeah, that wasn't working. I think they even offered, um, what is it, the epa epidural yeah and i was just like nah <laughs> oh, you mean pick about, epidural? nope especially thinking about that going towards your spine and then i hear stories yeah. of people who have it and then they have like like little um like you know little side effects later about like when it's cold i'm like no i mean i know <laughs> giving birth hurts but to be going through that and then through other stuff later on because yeah i'm good I mean, unless Look. it was an emergency and they needed to do a C-section or something, I would have been like, yo, go for it. But other than that, I was like, these babies are coming out. All three of them came out naturally. Like, there was That's no... That's what's up. You're a beast. Girl, nothing. You're yeah, a beast. I'm a beast, but at the same time, while I'm there, <laughs> crying, crying yeah. in pain, but... But you took it, like, though. Yeah. I so. did. It, it, was, it was hours of, you know, of feeling that, but... Yeah. Uh, once that baby comes out, like that is just like the best feeling ever. Like it was just yeah. like, Ooh. you know, that yeah. pain goes away quick. It's like baby comes out, whoop, pain's done. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After that pain that I know, pain was done. It was just like yeah. now, now it's time for them to kind of stitch you up if if you know if the baby kind of ripped you open and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's funny. <laughs> even I've heard when it comes to when we women try to, because even though we feel like, okay, you know, men have the strength or whatever, uh, we women will still do things and we can be feeling as shitty as ever. 
But mm. I've always thought it was funny and cute at the same time because it was like when a man gets sick. <laughs> when yeah, a man we're, we're done. Sick, it's like he's yeah. dying. I'm dying. That's how I am. I'm I'm I get sick. I the slightest cold or whatever. I'm in the bed. I'm I'm acting like I'm on my deathbed. I can't move. I'm miserable. You know what I mean? <laughs> when I get sick, I you know, yeah, I take it overboard. But yeah, that's most most guys are like that, you know what I mean? But yeah. But it's just I, so interesting because it's one of those things like like you know, we go through stuff, but when we find out when men get sick and they act like that, it's just like really? Like that is so <laughs> interesting. It's like you guys are like that guys are really like you're dying, like what's going on? And we're looking at you like you're just sick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're only sick, but you're doing like you're dying. So, <laughs> but it's funny though. It's it's yeah. pretty interesting how we kind of differ in certain things. Like we'll take the pain. Yeah, and, you know, yeah it is. Know. It really is. It's like, like yeah, y'all. Like I said, women. Oh man, y'all can go through the worst and end up with a smile on your face. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you know what I mean. Us men, when it comes to like pain and all that we, we try to hide it but you know deep down it you know we're uh crying like babies you know what i mean so you know probably not all men but you know most men you know what i mean so yeah, yeah just some some I, that's why i always try to use the word some because you know how people don't yeah everybody doesn't like to be put in the same category so i'll be like oh some not everybody yeah not everybody some. can't put everybody into a category but exactly it's pretty interesting. Um, you would think that I don't like pain, but I think I have a certain pain tolerance. But it's not—it's not like to that point. Okay. Um, but I remember when I tell people that I've gotten like a tattoo, and in my mind is like, what if the tattoo was bigger? Like I don't even think it would make a difference. Like I've gotten tattoos, like three of them, done mm. like in one day, and people be amazed, and I'm like, why? <laughs> I feel like that would be the equivalent of like a big ass tattoo. You know what I mean? Like you're trying yeah. to, whether it's on your arm or your back, wherever it is. This, yeah, I think it would be almost the same thing. But I don't know how many have actually sat there and be like, tell the well, depending. I don't know if maybe the tattoo person has like a time limit. You know, if they, I don't know if they would actually stay there the whole time to finish it. But um, I would have been like, fuck it, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Just get this out of the way, cause you know once the skin starts healing and you start to see the scabs, it depends. You yeah. Know? Oh, and I gotta come yeah. back to this. Exactly. I think that time I'll be a little bit more of like, oh, this hurts now. <laughs> yeah, my first tattoo, I was, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be, but like afterwards, you know, it was like you said, it was healing and scabby and all that. I kept mess picking on it and all that stuff. So it, yeah, couldn't deal with it. that. That was my first and only tattoo. <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah i have a tattoo ever since no more tattoos oh no well i know the only part that sucks is when i remember the person who's doing my tattoo would actually pass like a little alcohol thing and in my mind it's like you're really trying to torture me in this chair right now right? it's like you're feel the little needle and then we're gonna pass the little alcohol swab and it's just like that shit burns <laughs> yeah yeah really? wow but, yeah all of these things about pain i mean it's like this thing said we're not we're not invincible even if they say that for men or just people in general especially when yeah. you think about like when young kids do risky stuff and sports mm -hmm. it's like yeah we're not invincible all right again i've always said it, we're only here for a limited time i don't know how long god willing every time i see people who have made it to be like 90 and 100 i always think like i want to know but 
even though I always say I want to know how they lasted so long, but sometimes yeah. people say that back then was different than now with the way they mm. would eat, the type of things they were doing. But then when you would hear some stories of what they would have almost every day, and you're just like, yo, you're lucky you're one of the people who has not had any problems. Like I've heard one woman who would eat bacon, I think like every day or in the morning. Wow. And you know how they would say that bacon is bad? There was one yeah. who would actually drink. And so I'm hearing yeah. all these things and I'm like, are you serious? Because these are all the things <laughs> they tell you that are no good for your body and it's going to affect you somehow. But for these people to actually, they made yeah. it to whatever, to the 90s, to the 100s. And you're just like, wow. Like, But in my mind, it's like, I'm not going to be one of those people because it's like, go ahead and have me eating um, um, bacon. And next thing you know, I'll be like, hey, your cholesterol, <laughs> uh, you're at risk. So it's like, yeah, it doesn't work for everybody. So No, it don't. <laughs> You know, and you know what I think it is? I think, like they say, you know, the happier you are in life, the longer you live. Maybe it's that. Because, I, like you said, I know people that drunk, that drinks, like, most of their life. And they're, like, 90, 80, 90 years old. That's you know? Crazy. Like, how the hell are you still living? You know? <laughs> are you drinking every day for, you know, most of your life? It's, I guess it's like, they're happy. You know? They're, they're not depressed. They're not... Uh, overthinking about stuff all day long and nothing like that you know so I, that's what i'm thinking you know what keeps them going you know i mean it makes sense but it's just uh yeah the type of world we live in it's like where where do you find that in between where it's like that's exactly how you want to live your life or you just want to have that that different you know what do you call it like that whole different um outcome of you know trying to be happy and see because I think I've even read, be like, if you start your morning off, like in a whole positive thing, mm. the day will go great. But they were like, I guess they were trying to say, like, if you started off and you're already moody and everything else, <laughs> it's also going to trickle down into the day. And it's like, it's pretty interesting. And there's times I've woken up and I'm like, I'm happy. And just like, you'll see certain things. And it's just like, yeah, don't react to this bullshit because you're like, it's always yeah. got to be something out there that just wants to fuck up your day. Just, they just, oh, yeah. Something always wants to start with you. And just like, can you just let me be happy? Can I just have this moment? <laughs> you know, can I like increase my lifespan a little bit? Can I get yeah. that right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Oh, man. Like I said, we can't, we can't defy aging. We can't stop death. But I always say, I feel as long as I did everything that I could, mm. I'm content with that. Like, yeah because yeah. it just sucks like all this worrying about that's the thing i always think about i think we're always just worrying about oh too much because of what life has given us responsibilities exactly. and everything else so mm -hmm. in, in your mind you would think that if you're rich would it make things better but then when you look at rich people it all depends on who they are depends, some of them live yeah. okay and some of them just you know i don't know yeah. it's not yeah <laughs> yeah it's 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 i think it's like that i think it's like that to everybody like everybody i guess it goes by like you said like positive thinking and try to be positive all the time you know keep a good mind you know that start off your day that makes you you know makes you happy if something happens hey you know that happened but hey you know i could just you know it'll turn out good by the end of the day and you know what i mean just keep that self-confidence get get happy you know get that positive thinking going and mm -hmm. you know i think you know that's what that's what i do you know even though i can have the most shittiest day i still you know 
have a positive outcome. Like, you know, hey, you know, work was horrible, but after work, things will be better. I'm going home. I'm be relaxed. Like I watch something on TV. You know, the, the day's going to end up good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's 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 what it is. It's like, and, and it's hard to do that. This you know type of days, you know, being with Corona and stuff on the news, all negative all the time. So it's it's hard to really be positive now. But you know, I feel like it's something that you have to be happy about. There's something that you look forward to. It has to be, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. positive, positive thinking, you know? It's true because I feel like with our health, I feel like even just the smallest little things, like even if it doesn't, like what we were talking about, like if it's um high cholesterol, diabetes, our yeah. health can be affected by other things too. Like um, when we talk about like the stress and the overthinking and the worrying, that kind of yeah. takes a toll on the body too and that's pretty interesting because you would think you know it's in your mind that you know you're thinking like everything is in your mind but it's also affecting the rest of your body it's not just you know thinking about it it's affecting the rest of your body too and i've gotten scared for that as well because i'm like with the stress that i go through and everything else just like it's a miracle i've been thinking to myself (laughs) like oh it's a miracle i'm still standing because yeah like they be saying stress is a killer yeah, and I'm it trying is. to learn for that, especially with my um, habits of like the yelling and stuff and all that. Like, mm-hmm. all of that also affects a lot of things too. You know, of just, course, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It just doesn't have to be like regular, you know, regular things like what we we get checked for. It could just be anything. It could just be the environment itself and what we're going through, and mm-hmm. we we get affected by that too. Exactly. So, yeah. But again, yes, I think it's important for men to get checked. I feel like there are men who do, but yeah. I just always, again, what we were talking about, I feel like the mental health is the really, really big thing. And again, think- and it sucks. You know, like I said, I don't feel that men should ever be embarrassed. We shouldn't be shaming men for that because just like we women or children or anybody who who go to therapy to, you know, to, to seek for some type of help or for whatever it is, yeah. it should be, a, it should apply to men as well. It shouldn't just be like, you know, this is just a woman's thing. And, or if men are going through it and be like, fuck it. Like, no, yeah, it be either, or we should get checked, make sure that we're good. Yeah. I feel like that's another thing about that too, about being able to talk about stuff is um like you said, it's, um it takes a lot off, you know, it does. It really do. Yeah, and it really it really helps out because I feel like that kind of changes the way you kind of communicate with people and other things that happen too. So mm-hmm. all of those things are really important. Yeah, so, nothing That's, wrong with being seen. Nothing wrong <laughs> at all. Nothing wrong at all. You know what I'm saying? It helps. It helps out a lot. You know, a lot of people like I'm. I'm not opening up my emotions and you know to a stranger no you don't have to and and you don't have to necessarily see a therapist you can see a talk to a friend family member you know somebody you're very close to any 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 bit helps you know what i mean you can talk to anybody just get all that frustration all that stuff out of your system you know what i mean it, it it definitely helps out a lot you know um I, you know, I'm going through a divorce and uh, left, you know, separated me. My wife separated. 
um, you know, took the kids, moved to South Carolina. After that, I was deeply depressed. I was depressed. I went to work, came home, went to sleep, you know, you know, and like I said, I anxiety. So I'm, my mind is always scrambled thinking about what's going to happen or, you know, am I have a, am I going to have a good day or a bad day? You know, it was like fucking crazy until I said, let me go get myself together. I, I did what you did go like insurance, the back of the card. I called yeah. them. You know, I asked, you know, can I see a uh, talk to a therapist? They show me the therapist in my area. They asked me, you know, what type of therapy uh, would you like a woman or a man? You know, they even asked you what ethnicity you comfortable with, you know, black, white, you know, whatever. You know, they, they help you with all that. They, they, they make you comfortable so you can, you know, go see somebody. So, yeah. And then I've been talking to my therapist ever since, you know, and, you know, there was a woman. She helps me out with everything. She helps me out, you know, she asked me on my day, like anxiety. She was like, you know, you got to be, you know, mindful, yeah, mindfulness and try to, you know, just think positive. Don't think, don't worry all the time and, you know, all that. So it's been helping a lot. My anxiety went down so much since I started talking to my therapist. So, you know. Like I said, talking helps. It really do. Well, one thing I've learned, and then I'm going to talk about it on here because I'm guilty of it. <laughs> and I feel like it's another thing that maybe sometimes we don't notice, or maybe that's sometimes what we're like what we're talking about, where we're not too open to talking about too much because I'm guilty of that. Mm. I feel with certain things that I go through, and depending on how often it happens. Um, I mean, my friends have always said, you know, we're here to, you know, to listen or whatever, but I've had moments where I've done it a little bit too much where it's kind of like, how do you say, um, I'm, I'm giving off too much of that, uh, like the stress or whatever, like I'm, I'm putting it on to them and I don't even want to say like negative vibe, but whatever vibes I'm. I'm now putting it on to them. So if it's like, if I'm going through something and it's really like, you know, I'm annoyed, I'm stressed, here I am. Yeah. It off to them. Like, as they told me, like, you know, they don't have a problem listening to me, you know, from yeah. time to time. But I there's times when I'll do it like back to back and it's just kind of like, you know, so yeah, I had to be mindful of that. Like, you're right. Um, and, it can't and, be all the time. Um, yeah. I just try to talk to different people. So that I'm not always doing it to that one person because it sucks and I get it. It's just like yeah. I don't really want to put everything on them as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So exactly. I mean, I tried doing the therapy, but with this whole thing that's happening with COVID still, because I feel like certain places are still not allowing in person. I feel yeah, like the process nah. for that is taking time, and it sucks because I feel like they're again we're talking about mental health, men's health, or whatever. And mm. just not myself, but other people who probably during COVID, before, and now after, you know? Yeah. People need someone to talk to who, who knows how half of the people, what they were going through being indoors with, you know, whether family members or whatever it was, you know? So, yeah. I yeah. Think that it sucks. It so. definitely does. And, and now, you know, I don't know if all uh, psychiatrists do this, but they do virtual sessions. I'm doing, that's what I'm doing, a virtual session. So, you know, you can do it on Zoom and, you know, at home while you're, you know, you don't have to be out and you don't have to be in person. You could be, you know, at home doing it. Um, 
like you said, like before, like I'm, I was like, I was scared to do that. I didn't want to, like, if my mom or you know a friend be saying, "Hey, what's wrong? You could talk to me." I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to put that negativity on that person and be like making them depressed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I have to say, no, I'm fine. I'm good. You know, everything's okay. You know, that was that was my line. You know. I'm all right. Everything's good. Even though they see that it's not, you know what I mean? But like I said, you know, you, you, you it's okay. If, if somebody's asking you, you know, what's wrong, they, they want to, you know, know what's going on. It's okay to tell them. Don't, don't feel like, you know, I'm not going to, you know, express my emotion to this person because I don't want them to, you know, feel a certain type of way towards me or mm-hmm. like you said, making them negative or, you know, hey, you know, that's what if they're a true friend and they really care about you, they will they they don't care about that. They want to hear what's going on, you know? So, you know, it's it's okay. Don't you know, it's okay to to talk to somebody, you know. And like I said, I'm I'm like that. I never like really talk my express my feelings to nobody because i a i don't want them to think that you know i'm weak or i'm weird or some shit like that (laughs) and two is like i don't want them to make them feel like depressed like damn talking to him is like he's a debbie downer you know what i mean so it's like i don't want that to happen either so oh the downer part (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, you know exactly. You don't want to be the mood killers. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I I don't want. I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? So, but you know, like I said, like if somebody was coming to me and it was like, hey, you know, um, can I talk to you? Or you know, I got something on my mind. Sure. You know, if it's negative, it is. But I, as a friend, I'm gonna be try to be that influencer to make you positive. It's like, hey, everything's gonna be all right. You know, hey, you know, give them suggestions of what to do and how to do it. And, you know, I mean, you know, you got to be that that I would want that somebody for me to be positive and uplift me and all that. So I'm going to do that to, you know, whoever comes to me for help, you know, so it's OK. You know, it's OK like to talk and communicate. That's, you know, what men need, you know, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, but I was listening to the part you said where I was just like, I, I do dislike that part about where, you know, you try to talk to someone and, you know, you're talking about what's going on and about the whole weakness thing. I've been one of those people It's just like, I've always hated that. <laughs> and yeah. I get what you're saying. And then I'm one of those people like deep down inside that when I really think about it, I'm like, I'm a savage. And why? Because I'm like, just because if I express myself or if you've seen me cry, that doesn't make me in my mind i'm one of those people like that doesn't make me weak never would i ever think about that you know what i mean i'm a human being i I have feelings i'm gonna if i'm pissed off but that's another thing if i'm pissed off the crying thing happens (laughs) that i'm weak or that i'm soft a lot it's funny that when you try to tell people that i'd be thinking you're crazy when you say things out loud but i'm just like don't get it confused the problem i always say like this is not the dexter show or anything like that i'm not trying to do any of that i'm not trying to be locked up anywhere so that's where i always have to think like you know you keep calling me thinking that i'm weak or soft because i don't go there fighting beating up people whatever that's perfectly okay it's perfectly yeah. fine. deep down it's like that little joke and like i either probably punched you like five times already in your face i probably already stabbed you <laughs> a couple of times but in my mind it's like yeah we're not gonna do that but if you want to yeah. 
consider me to to be weak because if I'm crying or I'm putting myself out there, my kids have tested me. And my mind is like, don't be fooled when you see me upset because I was crying. No, yeah. I wasn't crying. I'm crying because I've already had it up to here. And if exactly. I don't cry or do something else, where do you think, what do you think is going to happen next if I don't have that way to to express it? So it's Expre- either going to yeah. be yelling or I'm going to have to cry for a bit and then be on some like, bitch, you back now, right? <laughs> you back now. So yeah, because yeah, I've always hated that. And I get what you're saying. Like, I don't, I've always hated that. Like, don't get it confused because I'm crying. No, it's, it's not weak. I'm just one of those people yeah. that when you have enough bullshit, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though people will do it, but I'm not one of those people, like, I can't go attacking. I can't go hitting people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just can't. Because if it was, I, I think there are a lot of people who would have been sorry right now for that. But I was like, yeah, I yeah. can't do it. So, and like, leave me where I'm at. You can say yeah. whatever. <laughs> I'm okay. Whatever you want to say about me. So, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, for, I'm not trying to sound sexist or nothing, but for I think for like women, like it's easier to really express your emotions. Like to like you said, when you're angry as hell, you can cry and all that. But like for men, we can't do that. We can, but our thinking is like we can't do that. We can't really cry or tear up or show like a real tough emotion to somebody. Because, like I said, it makes us feel weak or, you know what I mean? Like, or we think that our problems is not worth that bit of emotion. You know what I mean? So, it's tougher on on guys to really express that. You know what I mean? It's, it's it, you can't, I, it, it's one thing, like, if, like, somebody in your family passed or something, then, you know, you can cry and all that. Let's say, like, yeah. that. But if, like, uh you know, hey, I lost my job, or hey, you know, I, bro- I just broke up with my girlfriend, or hey, uh, you know, my t- my team lost, <laughs> my my football team lost. You know, uh-huh. I can't really, you know, man, you know, it's fucked up. You know, I can't do that. You know, because I'm a man, so I'm like, I'm I'm alright, I'm alright, I'm alright. You know, I'm I'm good. You know, even though you can tell I'm not, but you know, I'm I'm hiding it. I'm you know, keeping it inside. You know what I mean? But I agree with you perfectly. Like men, us men should really show emotion more. You know what I mean? It's not a sign of weakness. It's not a sign of being vulnerable. Is it's it helps. It helps you, you know, get all that tension, all that out of your system. Especially nowadays, because like dealing with corona and being solitude and being by yourself, it's tough, man. It's really, it's really, really tough to be you know nowadays to really just be to yourself and not express emotion or express your feelings to anybody because you're it's secluded and it feels you can somebody can legit uh go crazy <laughs> doing that you know what i mean of so course. it you know so it's, it's it's okay to talk it's okay to express your feelings you know so and it's funny because you said that we women can show expression, but it's just one of those things like we women are emotional, but I feel yeah. like sometimes we can't, sometimes I feel like certain times we can't show our emotions depending on what it is because 
either somebody will think or a man will think like, oh, you're just crying or you're using that because, you know, to make someone feel bad. And I hated that because, again, <laughs> yeah. one of those people like when I'm really crying, I'm really crying with feeling. I don't need yeah. to to win an award for best actress because I cried on cue. No, no, that's not my intentions or what I'm trying to do. I'm crying because it hurts. I have feelings. That's I'm gonna keep saying it again. I'm a human being. I have yeah. feelings. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> so yeah. it's not about here I am. Let me let me put on my best acting thing because it's messed up. You know how when people do that. You yeah. know, and it's a way to kind of manipulate and take advantage. So people will do that. But I'm just like, it sucks because I'm like, well, damn, when I'm really crying and hurting, somebody might be thinking like, she's just like, no, I'm really fucking feeling this shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's messed yeah. up that other people are thinking otherwise. And in my mind, it's like, whatever. Only I know how I feel. And that's why, you know, again, got to express it, release it somehow. Mm -hmm. Because again, all of these things, keeping it to yourself um, is <laughs> not healthy. It's not at all. It, it isn't at all. Yeah. Both again for men and women. So hopefully whoever's out there hearing again, um, I know that sometimes insurance can play a part because uh, trust me, I've seen bills myself when I've gotten it because again, if I didn't have my insurance in hand, um, I could see why people don't want to go. And it sucks yeah. that, you know, we're, we're kept from really checking ourselves. And then when we finally do it, be too late. And that's the scary part about, waiting for the last minute and again men oh my gosh emergency rooms whatever <laughs> i feel even if it's one of those things that if you're not going all the time or if you are mm -hmm. suffering from something even if it's just that one time and it's something that you need to get checked that it's painful mm. go get checked go get checked because again once you wait for the last minute or you wait too long that's you know what i mean like you've heard things like that when, when somebody goes to the doctor it's like you're already at the stage four of this or, yeah. you know, this is how long you have to live. And it's really messed up. It's really it messed up. Mm -hmm. um, the things that we have to go through. But again, for the men, and again, I'm one of those women. Again, I know there are other women out there. Some, they're real bitches, assholes, whatever you want to call them. These are the ones that you would, tr you would think about it twice. So maybe you have to test them one day to see how they'll take whatever you tell them. So you'll know, be like, this is not the one to talk about shit because I already know what she's going to do with it. Mm. But it's okay to talk, express your feelings. Again, if you don't want to talk to friends or family, there's always a way to, to find a therapist, a psychiatrist, whatever. There's always yep. help out there um, because you know how that saying goes about like, go, you have to check up on your happy friend yeah heard that one because yeah same thing with those actors like robin williams and i'm trying to think who else like you will see these people and they look so happy yeah and i don't even know if it's only for for women but i for men that i've seen like him and i don't know who else it's like you would think they look so happy and you would never know that they're going through things like again maybe it could be depression of other you know things that we don't know about so yeah and that's yeah, that's the perfect a happy friend that's the perfect, uh, uh, the perfect, um, that's my words. <laughs> that's the perfect example. Robin Williams, like one of the funniest guys on in entertainment. You would never think that he was going through depression and going through different stuff. You would never thought that when he passed and it was like, yeah, he killed himself and all that. He was depressed and, you know, I was like, what? Not Robin Williams. He seemed like the most happiest man on earth. You know what I mean? So, like, that's how you can tell, like, us men, we hide our emotions. We hide what's really hurting us, you know? 
because uh, for you know some odd reasons like different reasons why we hide it but yeah like a man like robin williams you wouldn't think that you know he'll kill himself and he was deeply depressed and all that you know so yeah it's it's tough for guys to really express themselves to tell their loved ones hey i'm going through this i'm going through that you know so yeah it's it's that's why i said like guys if you know if you feel that way, you feel depressed, you feel like something's wrong, talk to somebody. Go see the doctor. Go see anybody, you know? Because, yeah. I think I might have to do that from time to time because I also forget. And I think it's what he called it, like a, a wellness check. Wellness check, yeah. Check up on somebody, too. Just, I think, besides the women, but also on the men, I think it would be good for just friends and family to start doing that. Just check up on people. Hey, you never yeah. know. Um, just be like, hey, how you doing? How you feeling? Um, anything you want to talk about? Yeah. Okay. So we're already coming to the end of the show. Reggie, I want to say thank you so much for coming on and talking about this, even though we were like going everywhere. But still, health <laughs> is very important Yes. Yeah. Um, to get checked and to even talk about it. So thank you so much, Reggie. No problem. No problem. So thank you to the listeners for tuning in. Check us out on thewakeupradio.com and otwtube.com. You can catch replays on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening to Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. Shout out again to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Tune in next week on The Wake Up Radio at 9 p.m. for another segment of Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. Remember, life is too short. Enjoy life to the fullest. Good night until next time. Bye. Hola, I'm your hostess, Boricua Angie, and I'm on the Wake Up Radio Thursdays at 9. My show is called Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. That is also my IG handle and Gmail. The holidays, the winter is coming. I sell pasteles and coquito. And also, I do digital flyers. If you're interested, hit me up. I got my girls on, fire. my swag's on, fire. my shoes on, fire. and I'm on. Fire. I got my girls on. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dang. Cindy Ashby 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 Ashby